0: Welcome to Big Boy Movies, a podcast about movies and the big boys who watch them. And I think I, overall, I'd probably give Tenet like a two and a half stars, you know? Yeah, yeah I would give I, it a three. Um, I think that's where it well, ranks.
1: Thanks, thanks, everyone for listening. Uh, it was a great episode of
0: Tenet. Yeah, it was a really good episode, <laughs> and I uh, can't wait to come back next week. What's this, John? What? our the podcast's entropy has been reversed oh my. and we started at the end see i'm setting this up now at the end so that when people listen to this they'll understand because for them it's the beginning
1: yeah wow at least we didn't at least we weren't assholes to them and like spoiled the movie
0: yeah yeah well they're they're gonna work their way backwards through the spoilers and then eventually (laughs) get to the uh yeah yeah eventually get to the the first part yeah and you know what i think maybe to make it easier since we're at the end of the episode uh, all the reversed entropy and whatnot why don't we just uh talk about maybe some movies that we saw this week
1: (laughs) okay yeah that sounds good um yeah if you listen to the episode you know that these movies oh no baby Um, what oh i just realized I. I lost track of how many films I've seen on Letterboxd, and I was going to try to make my 1,000th film a special one. But Tenet oh my God. was my 1,000th oh my God. film that I've ever Whoa! seen.
0: Someone light the fireworks, <laughs> throw the confetti. Oh 1,000 films. It's Tenet.
1: Tenet was my 1,000th <laughs> film. I'm in the 1K club, and it was because of Tenet
0: yeah chris nolan got you there holy cow now you have to watch all of them in reverse order yeah i guess i do
1: (laughs) that would be insane (laughs) but i'm down um yeah but yeah if you listen to the podcast last week you'll know that i i most of these i'm going to talk about i saw a while ago not this past week because i was saving them um but first one i'll talk about is hillbilly elegy which i saw back at thanksgiving and i shouldn't have (laughs) i've heard this one's very bad yes this is a ron howard netflix film based on a book that got some big press and people liked um and for some reason i for some reason i watched it going into it thinking oh yeah i heard someone say this was supposed to be good and then i realized quickly realized this is bad and ab adams isn't amy (laughs) adams is in it she's not good at acting in it um that sucks,
0: because she's generally very good at acting. Yeah.
1: Oh, and as we speak, um, Mark,
0: <laughs> Mark Mark, keeps spamming symbols and getting yeah, timeouts.
1: Mark is in a fight with our um, Twitch chat bot, um, which, by the way, if you didn't know, we stream big boy movies every Friday night, usually at 9 Eastern. This week's at yeah. 8 Eastern. But usually at 9 Eastern at John underscore George. Um, but Hillbilly Elegy, yeah. don't watch it. It's on Netflix.
0: Um, do you okay. Switch off? I, I will take switch that. Off
1: back and forth again.
0: I swear to God, I got something to talk about other than Tenet. <laughs> do I? Oh. I do. Holy shit. Um, as we record this, today, the season finale of The Mandalorian has happened, <gasps> and it it brought me a lot of mixed emotions. I will not spoil it for anyone. Um, I literally watched it at 7 a.m. this morning because I woke up, looked at Twitter, saw the first like three tweets on my feed were about Mandalorian. And I was like, I don't have the energy today to dodge spoilers. I'm just going to get this over with. Uh, So it's 7am. I watched Tenet. uh, Tenet. I watched Mandalorian. And uh, it's, it's very good while also being sort of emblematic of some of the larger issues with Star Wars right now. And that's all I'm going to say about it is that generally it was very positive for me, but I, I, I just felt like Lucasfilm can't quite escape these general Star Wars issues they have. Okay. Um but yeah, Pedro Pascal is a joy. Uh I hope he sticks around for a long time. I love him whenever he shows up in anything, so I'm glad he's he's still here for the Mandalorian. Thank God. Pedro. Um yeah, I'll I'll, I'll yeah.
1: have to get into that eventually. Um I'll get there. I'll get there. All right. Takes me some time. We're in...
0: Yeah, I, that's the thing is like, I still don't think Mandalorian is like the greatest show ever, but it's really entertaining. And as a Star Wars fan myself, it's very uh, satisfying to, to see something Star Wars that's just like good yeah, right yeah. now. Obviously,
1: after, after some pretty awful content. It's nice to see. <laughs> yeah. Nice to see. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've heard it's fun. I, w- I want to watch it eventually. Yep. Um. Okay. What else did I see? I saw, um, Sound of Metal, which, um, what surprised It, it was a, it was a big surprise. This this movie premiered at Sundance or some one of the early film festivals, um, at the beginning of the year, or maybe it was last year. I think this premiere this actually premiered at T- Toronto International Film Festival last year. It did get picked up and released until now, um and this was a surprise i think it was just like last year remember last year bbf there were some insane movies so this one kind of just went under the radar because everyone was like yeah i saw this at tiff it was pretty pretty good but obviously i saw like these insane movies that were better um yeah and it came out and apparently in the year of 2020 this movie is like top tier so yeah this is (laughs) there you go definitely recommend seeing it i watched it here on twitch with my chat and we all loved it, and they, I think this is as of now, Riz Ahmed, he is the leading man. I think this is my actor of the year. I really liked his performance in this movie. It's really good. I gave it a four at first. I have bumped it to a four and a half since then, as I've thought on it more it's It's a great it's a great movie i I think it's one of the best this year, so
0: it's on Amazon Prime, yeah. I, it's on my list. I might even watch it like tomorrow or the next day. Oh shit. But I got to watch our Christmas movie this weekend too. Um, but yeah, that is absolutely something I want to watch. Uh, Riz Ahmed, as we all know from rogue one. (laughs) So I doubt it'll top his performance there, but you know, we can only, we can only peak so much.
1: (laughs) Rogue his rogue one performance. He was, people do like him in nightcrawler though. Um, he's like Oh, who is he's he in Nightcrawler? Um, he's Jake Gyllenhaal's little sidekick dude. Oh, yeah. okay.
0: Um, it's been a while. Speaking of Nightcrawlers, this isn't anything to do with a movie, but my coworker today uh, told us in our morning meeting that a car drove into his living room uh, at his house good. last night, which is uh, not a normal thing to happen, uh, but it did happen in the middle of the night. A BMW drove into the side of their house. Wow. Um, and <laughs> while they were sort of dealing with that, a real life nightcrawler showed up, um, like an oh, actual shit. dude with a camera, like who was recording the accident, like for whatever scummy news oh shit he was God. doing.
1: Holy shit. Jake Gyllenhaal himself and he, showed up.
0: Yeah. I was like, was it Jake Gyllenhaal? He said it wasn't, I don't totally believe him. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, it was, he sent us the video that the Nightcrawler recorded and posted on their, like, scummy news YouTube wow, channel.
1: That's um, insane. I
0: wish that happened to me, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm I'm on, like, the second floor of my building, so it'd be hard for, like, a BMW to crash <laughs> through my living impressive. room, but, so yeah, then a, I feel like a bunch of Nightcrawlers would show up at that yeah. point. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, what else did I see? I saw first cow, which um I didn't like as much as other people are liking. I think I was a little bored by it, to be honest. And yeah. I liked Mank, so <laughs> that's interesting, right? Uh, no, I yeah, cow wasn't yeah, I was Gary old. I was like, that was problem. When is the cow gonna write Citizen Kane? What's happening right now? <laughs> um, but overall, I thought it was I thought it was still worth a watch for sure. I think it's a fun little, fun little uh, western film. Um, and I kind of want to buy okay. a cow now,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that'll, you, you're yeah. in the Midwest. They, they, they got cows cow. out there. I feel like should there's cows cow. out there. Yeah. Go, go haggle for one. Go to the local farm and see if you can trade, I don't know, like some beans or yeah. something for a cow. I don't know how they do it in the Midwest. I don't assume they have there's, a lot yeah, of like no real currency. Here.
1: I don't have, I don't have money. Um, <laughs> I, I mostly just yeah. have little beans, like you were saying. And I yeah yeah yeah. various
0: (laughs) beans to trade for for goods and services are (laughs) usually the
1: top they're they're worth a lot um so
0: oh absolutely you don't even like eating beans too so that's kind of a bonus now that i think about it because a lot of people will eat their beans and be like shit i I have less money now there's a lot of people
1: are like i love Uh, i love eating beans and i'm like i don't i i just eat i just use them as money yeah um
0: (laughs) yeah i save them for my big (laughs) cow purchases
1: um, what else did I see? Okay, god, I saw some this is I'm overloading all my good movies into this episode. Yeah, well you got to yeah. a thousand. Jeez, <laughs> so. this is insane. I didn't even celebrate today. Um <laughs> I saw Wolf Walkers, which I saw twice already. Um yeah. uh, the first time I gave it four stars, I thought it was pretty good. I really liked the animation style. It was it's beautiful animation. It's on Apple TV Plus. Uh, I also like the story, but the second time around, I fucking loved the story, um, and I loved everything about it, and okay. I, it grew on me so much, um, and I think this one's going to go down as a classic for me. Um, I, I really like, like Wolfwalkers, and it's just, it's just so it's beautiful. I already are ordered an Art of Wolfwalkers little book, uh, and yeah, I would highly oh, recommend wow. Wolfwalkers. It's, it's a fun movie. Honestly, I, I really like the, con. I just like the premise too. It's is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I've, I think I've seen a trailer for it. It looked interesting. Um, So that might be, I, I'm amassing a pile of like media <laughs> to consume once I'm back with my parents in New York yeah. and there's nothing to do. Uh, So I've got that. I've got a few like indie games that I've been meaning to get to yeah. that I'll probably do on the plane. Lots of stuff. Um, So co- come Hell back yeah. from break. I'll have stuff to talk about. Hell yeah. Including the movies. Um. So, yeah, but also, I just wanted to mention, uh Marty's been, like, he came back to LA, so Marty came back to LA, and he was like, oh, let me come over to your apartment, let me come over. I was like, Marty, no, it's a pandemic, like, you shouldn't be coming over to my place. He's like, ah, I gotta show you something, um, and Marty just saw Tenet, and he's just been, like, doing everything backwards now, because he thinks that's really cool, Um. He's been like walking backwards and he'll like put food in his mouth and then take it out and be like, I'm reverse eating. And I'll be like, Marty, please stop, go. Um, He just won't stop talking about Tenet and doing all these things backwards. Um, But he did also remind me that I haven't done a Critics Corner in a long, long time. Yeah, he is. uh, Which he is right about. Um, He called it uh, Corner Critics, which was nothing. (laughs) Like, uh, it wasn't really funny or anything. Again, he's just sort of really latched yeah. onto this backwards Understandable. stuff.
1: I am, I am too. Um, Very. I've been, it's I, my whole family's enjoying my yeah. backwards walks. It's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Walking backwards and trying to like speak yeah, backwards, yeah. but they can't understand you. Um, yeah. You know, trying to like <laughs> get the pee to go back into your it's body thing, after you've peed. It's, it's a whole, it's worth it for the bit, you know, it's a sure, lifestyle so. really. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't, it for Marty, <laughs> it definitely doesn't get old. Um, He's he's convinced he can Benjamin Button himself if he goes hard yeah, enough just, on like Tenet. He did
1: do his buddies
0: on the Irishman? Yeah, on the Irishman, <laughs> yeah, on the Irishman he was telling me if I had time, I would do the Superman <laughs> thing where he flies around the world and reverses time, so they'd all yeah. be younger. In, instead, like Marty, there you know a, su- a surprising number of movies where time goes backwards. Um, oh. So maybe Tenet isn't that original. But anyway, critics' corner. This I said before we start recording that my tweet for this episode was low Sweet. effort, so is my critics quite a bit this week. So I'm sorry. <laughs> so for in the interest of tenet, uh, you know, tenet's all about sort of time going forwards and backwards and then meeting in the middle. Um, and you know, like a one-zero, that's a ten. Yes. But a zero one, that's a one. Yeah. That's that's the two ends of of reviews. I'm thinking about this in Christopher Nolan's style. Um, so I figured I'd, we'd do a good review and a bad review. Um, the good review I just thought was funny. Uh, uh, most of the good reviews are just like, just cause you didn't understand it doesn't mean it's bad. Or like I'm big brain or all that kind of stuff. Like talking down. I ignored that cause it's not that funny. Um, but right here we have James Burton who enjoyed Tenet and he said, Tenet perhaps Christopher Nolan's most ambitious. Oh, wow. oh wait, just reading wrong random. one. Random review. I looked at the wrong one. James, James Burton, Burton got some free Screw exposure on our out. podcast. Just kidding. This one comes from AJ. Fuchio... AJ bleep him out. I mean yeah, Marty. Get the fuck out of here, James Burton. <laughs> AJ. But, but, no, uh, no. Okay. AJ, AJ edits Marty it is the live <laughs> producer. <laughs> um, Fuchio 493 gave us this 10 out of 10 review. He said, great movie. Convoluted plot. Makes you think a lot. Coming this summer in cinemas now. Go watch it. It really cuts the cake while grinding your gears. You will like it for sure. You must like it. Getting really forceful. You might, uh, all right. And then he says, go watch it, you stupid fuck. Ha ha. Nah, just kidding. But seriously, go watch wow, it. Wow, getting very aggressive there, <laughs> sir. Yeah. Uh, he's just kidding. Uh, but he was just kidding. He's kidding, but he wants us to go watch it. Um, yeah, I like that he gave it a 10 out of 10, but still said it had a convoluted plot. He <laughs> was like, yeah, 10 film, out of but 10 Here though.
1: is the complaint about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I also like he says, coming this summer, in cinemas yeah, now. coming this Which summer is it, or Fuchio? in
1: cinemas now.
0: Just, uh, just it's... kidding. It's neither. It's also this This review uh, <laughs> went up in September. So what does I he mean, this coming this needs summer? needs to, to a mental <laughs> hospital, to be
1: honest. I don't think he knows where he is.
0: Yeah. He he saw a tenant and it broke him. His mind split in two. Alex says that review reads like an AI that gains sentience. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Fuchio 493 is is the singularity. He's finally reached peak sentience. Um this review is not this negative review is not a one out of ten. Mm-hmm. It is a two out of ten. So my my whole thing about ones and tens makes no sense now. Uh, Also, the name of this reviewer is mildly homophobic, so I'm not going to read it. Uh, Instead, I will call them uh, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan gave Tenet a two out of ten. Yeah. And uh, he says, went to this movie with my friends a few days after the premiere uh, and was shocked to find nobody else in the theater. If only I knew why. I probably would have saved a couple bucks and my time. About halfway into the movie, I realized that I literally had no idea what was going on. I turned to my friends, and it seems that they are completely lost as well. We ended up walking out halfway through the movie. This feels like one of those pretentious artsy movies people make when they realize they could sell people anything. With big enough names, people will watch anything and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. This is a long one, sorry. Uh, I feel most of the high ratings come from people told that this was a good movie and that they are complete idiots if they don't understand it. I actually agree with that. Uh, I give it one point. Uh, for being very easy to make fun of with my friends, as well as one point for the reverse car, (laughs) the The only enjoyable thing in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the the one reverse car. Um, I want to hone in on the beginning of this review, though, uh, because he says he showed up and he was shocked that no one else was in the theater. I thought it was because it's a Um, bad movie. He, he later is uh, like, oh, if only I would have yeah. known the reason people aren't showing up is because the movie's not good. Ah, oh, man. I I was so excited to see Tenet, but apparently everyone else got the news not to go to the movie theater <laughs> specifically to see Tenet. Don't get me wrong. you could, Every other movie you could go to the movie theater for. That's fine.
1: Yeah, wait. What movie are they? They probably are checking out the other movies at the theater right now because there are a lot. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, War with Grandpa the crude's too you know (laughs) this person has to be joking there's no (laughs) way this person doesn't know about covid right i there's two theories that make this less funny uh one is that maybe they live in like a part of the world where covid lockdown isn't as strict Mm. like the uk or something but that's um even though lockdowns are kind of strict there too um yeah, that is boring. Actually, I said there, there were two four. theories. I don't know if I have another <laughs> I one. I said there are two. But, there are actually yeah. like 10, so let me just go through them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I think the uh, other theory... No, I don't know what the yeah. other theory is, actually. I, th- I, th- I also thought I had another theory.
0: Yeah, it, at this point in, in the world, this was also released in September. Um, I just love the idea that this guy was like, oh, I guess I can see a movie <laughs> day, whatever. It's Saturday, and he drives down to the movie theater and he's like... <laughs> Why is no one here? What's going on? Me and my friends just showed up to watch Tenet. And also, why is Tenet the <laughs> this... only movie playing right now? With,
1: along with War with Grandpa. Isn't that like two months after it came out or something? Or did it come out in September? It came out in like August, didn't it?
0: Or It might have. Okay. I think it was like okay. late August, early September. And that probably depended on where you lived. Because, um, you know, Christopher Nolan was trying to save movie theaters. Uh, <laughs> unsuccessfully and i like that so
1: i, I guess i i found yeah, out halfway through he, i also like that he realized halfway through like halfway through he's just like wait a second i don't know what's happening <laughs> <laughs> like before he had somehow been yeah. tricked into thinking he knew what, what was happening and then something like the protagonist
0: said something and he was like wait i have no clue <laughs> hold on stuff starts going wait, backwards wait, more and he's wait, like I- now, that's interesting. I thought this movie set was set that, that forward. Hold on. Well, he also said he walked out halfway through the movie, so he <laughs> got confused up, immediately and then think got like up. They're and gonna left. explain it more. Yeah,
1: help me out a little bit. No, he was like, "I'm out." Like
0: <laughs> and there was no one else in the theater anyway. For some reason, so he just figured he'd leave. I also,
1: I think the context of One Tenet came out is important because it came out like the same day as I'm thinking of ending things, and a lot of people saw those two movies on the same day. And had reviews that were like, I am the most confused I've ever been in my life after this double feature. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is hilarious to me. Yeah. Just a bunch of confusion films.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, nothing makes sense in 2020. Your movie can't make sense in 2020. Yeah. If your movie that's makes the sense, get out of here. <laughs> get at, That's 2021 shit. That's what we're doing in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty is all about confusing your audience. Yeah, to the point where there's no coherence, and that makes a good film, right
1: there. Um, yeah, no, but I, I think well, Tenet arguably. had some. I think Tenet had a good. Well, let's let's get into Tenet. Let's let's talk about Tenet. We'll, we'll get let's into talk it. Let's talk about yeah. Tenet. Let's let's get let's into. Jump, Tenet. Let's jump on. Let's jump, jump on it. Maybe in.
0: jump into Tenet first. You do it first. I'm jumping into Tenet first. Uh, no spoilers. This will be our general impressions. Uh, I. Can't say that I disliked Tenet solely because it is a movie that is built around a very cool <laughs> visual thing, which is what if, one, if two dudes were fighting, but one dude was going forwards in time and the other dude was going backwards in time? And Christopher Nolan had that idea, and then someone said, hey, Christopher Nolan, how does that make any sense in context? And he says,
1: no, don't worry <laughs> about
0: it. Don't think about it too hard. And then he built a whole movie um, with a bunch of like really cool forwards and backwards stuff that is very visually interesting, Um, but it is encased in just like a nonsense sort of like capsule uh, where every time the movie makes any attempt to explain itself, there's someone hand-waving being like, no, but don't stop. Stop thinking about it. You're thinking about it, and I don't like that. Stop it. Um. Just didn't you see when the car uncrashed? How it was crashed, but then it flipped and it was driving again. Yeah. That was cool, right? <laughs> so that was my frustration with Tenet. It's like it has a lot of really cool action, and it is like a lot of really high concept action. Um. But the story is like complete garble. Like it. And it keeps trying to explain itself and it can't. And it knows it can't. So whenever it reaches the limits of its explanation, it says, Stop. Stop. Don't, don't think about it.
1: Stop. Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly with BB on this one, I must say. Um, I, I, will, I will say I enj- there are parts of this film I did enjoy uh, a good amount. And it was mostly action stuff. When things didn't have to be explained and I was looking at pretty stuff happening or interesting things happening on my screen, I was like, yeah, this is entertaining. Yeah. I'm all for it. Uh, but also some story story stuff I thought hit pretty well but i I just don't know how a movie could be so confusing and predictable at the same time baby i <laughs> like that's the true movie yeah. is very confusing from a plot set like i don't i don't under i still don't understand some of the time aspects of what is happening in this film um in some scenes. Mm -hmm. But I could still, I still knew exactly what was going to happen before it happens, uh, which I can get into in more in spoiler town. But there are just some points in this movie that I predicted such a long time ago while watching it. And I'm like, okay, like this movie has no surprises for me while whilst being so confusing. I, that's a bad combo. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's sort of where I came down on it was like every plot point that was supposed to be like genuinely surprising or a twist or maybe something you weren't supposed to put together, I'd be like, oh, so it's this. Um, but whenever the movie asked like interesting questions about how any of the time stuff worked, it refused to answer them because it literally couldn't because it's <laughs> quantum physics. And not even Christopher Nolan can explain to us theoretical like quantum physics and entropy reversal and all that in this movie um because like scientists don't even understand that kind of stuff
1: this is where i want to bring the quote in from aj our great editor thank you aj for editing these past couple episodes in this one and um he was excited for this episode he he watched it before we even recorded and he texted me saying saying that he thought it was the joe rogan podcast of movies and i 100% agree I'm with AJ yes. on the way. That is such a perfect yeah. review. I wish I could have posted to my letterbox, but this is AJ's yeah, content. Is... I can't steal it. It's so good.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, it is literally the Joe Rogan mentality of like uh, having thoughts is not yep. the same thing as being intelligent. <laughs> it's it's like just just because you s- like say all of these fancy time words and make a really complicated plot around time stuff doesn't make it yeah, like as big exactly. brain as you think it, it just is
1: felt like so i bet this is i bet Tedd is one of joe rogan's favorites from this year honestly like i just i kept thinking of it
0: oh, oh yeah, absolutely 100%. he was probably
1: high as shit watching it uh, but yeah overall i still think it's worth a watch maybe when maybe once you can rent it i wouldn't i wouldn't say it's worth a buy i have it. i own it now and i, I don't nope. think i'm gonna rewatch it anytime Same. soon maybe maybe down the road or some but I, I would probably wait till you could rent it. Um, but I'd still say to finish yeah. off my little non-spoilery thing here, it's a it's worth a watch. It had some good performances still. And if you like Christopher Nolan, then I think you'll still enjoy it at least. Yeah.
0: I would say like last thing is that this is the most Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, I was talking 100%. to my coworkers and I said, this is like if someone challenged Christopher yeah, Nolan to make a Christopher <laughs> Nolan movie. um everything in all his other movies are heightened to the extreme like we'll get into it but people in nice clothes having like hushed conversations Michael Caine is here uh there's weird visual effects and and lots of practical action yeah we'll get into it but it's if you love Christopher Nolan you might get more out of it (laughs) yeah another thing I'll say is I think
1: this movie is like the the ending part of Interstellar like stretched out almost like yeah, like you know how people were mad <laughs> yes. that didn't make much sense. Well, Christopher Nolan said, "Okay, I'll I'll do it for longer this time." <laughs> okay, I'll do that. I'll do more that then. more. Sounds yeah. good.
0: Yeah. Um. I I came in for my Nolan history. I guess we can do this. Is that like I I really like Christopher Nolan as a director, and I like a lot of his movies. I'm a big fan of Inception. Uh, obviously, I love the Dark Knight movies, which we've talked about. <laughs> we talked about the one that no one likes on this podcast. Um, I really like Dunkirk I really like Memento uh, I think Christopher Nolan is is a very good director uh, and I could see all of the good stuff that he's good at doing in this movie um, but it just didn't hit for me because of the the plot yeah, and the confusingness I, I don't know. I of it watching
1: this made me realize maybe I'm just done with this Nolan shtick that he does I, that, he, that he continues yeah. to do and obviously I think he's messed with Memento he, he messed with time big time in Memento, he messes with time even at the end of Interstellar. Like, yeah, he messes with time a lot, obviously, even in Inception. Yeah, even in yeah. Inception, but like, I, time I is know. altered. Compared, I feel like Tenet's just executed not as well as any of those movies, honestly. I,
0: I think it's... Yeah. Go ahead. The reality is... um, Sorry. The reality is that, like, in in Inception and even Interstellar, until the very last act... Uh, there are very clear rules uh, for those movies. In Inception, you go into a dream. Time is sl- runs slower in the dream. If you die or fall over, you wake up. Uh, you have to make it a maze so the mind antibodies don't get you. Like These are all rules that are established in the first act of the movie. So by the time we get to the third act, we understand how the entire operation works. Uh, in Tenet, we are given like a very vague rule, which is stum- some stuff go backward. Uh, <laughs> and when we ask why, they say, I don't know. Don't think about it. A character literally says, don't try to understand it. Yeah, Robert Pattinson and like, literally you can't... says that. <laughs> yeah, or the scientist lady, too. Yeah. Uh, at the very, very beginning, she says, don't try to understand it. And when you're setting up exposition for your movie about wonky time stuff, like you need to set rules or else it just like Which is the a garbage. mess.
1: like so much exposition and somehow it doesn't explain it still. <laughs> it doesn't explain
0: the core mechanic of how the movie works. Uh,
1: Alex in the chat is is going off. I, lo- I love it. He says, this shouldn't even have to be said, but his movies are so much better when they're just okay with making any fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I Yeah. Tenet just feels like, it does feel like a fan-made Nolan film almost at some points. Like, I, I still <laughs> yeah. think there was like effort. I think if I went through this movie and... And like, j- just kind of looked at, I think I could make it make sense if I really tried hard, <laughs> but, but I, I don't like trying. A hard. lot
0: of the positive reviews have said that it makes more sense on a second watch, which I believe, I don't know if I'm willing to do it again, at least not anytime soon. Uh, maybe my dad will want to see it. My dad would not yeah. understand this movie at all. So I might advise against that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh as far as, like, going to the theater when it's, you know, you're going to pay, like, 20, 30 bucks to see this in IMAX in the most ideal situations, you're probably not going to pay that amount of money to see it again to try and make sense of it. So, just from a monetary standpoint, if it had survived theaters, that's that's not a great asset for a movie just, like just this just watch a YouTube video. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, watch a YouTube video where some guy explains it, and then you're gonna finish the video and be like, "Oh, he didn't really explain anything either." <laughs> uh, but yeah, do we? I don't know if we're officially in spoiler talking yet, but do we? Yeah, want to Mark said earlier in the chat that like you can't really spoil this movie, and he's kind of right. Um, the it it doesn't make enough sense to really spoil <laughs> truly, but we can get into it. Um, and I don't even know if we want to talk about this like front to back, because what even is the beginning and what's the end? Uh Oh,
1: imagine making a movie that makes so little sense that you can't
0: spoil it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'd argue you can't spoil. I'm thinking of ending things either. Um, even if you spoil (laughs) it, like the spoiler isn't in the movie. 100% true. (laughs) I might
1: as well just tell people that story and and people will get more out of
0: it. Right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, well, spoilers for I'm thinking of any things. Not that anyone cares. It's uh, you can be like, it's about the the janitor's like dying fantasies, and you'd go into the movie and be like, <laughs> who? What? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Who's the janitor? The, what? <laughs> what the fuck? That guy? I saw there was a janitor every so often, but like he was talking to a cartoon at the end. <laughs> <What>? I don't. <laughs>
1: No spoil, no spoilers for tenant, I guess. Um, but spoilers, if you spell tenant back or backwards, it's still tenant. He's oh, <laughs> <laughs> <PB's gasps> fucking dying! Oh my god! My mind. His head literally <laughs> just exploded. It all makes What's sense the now. Hell? The I'm keys to the universe. Talking. Oh god! Your head's wide I can open. see it all.
0: <laughs> 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 my brain has expanded beyond mortal thought. Um.
1: Yeah. I. I guess if we wanna just dive I don't even know where to dive in. Let's, I mean
0: let's like start at the beginning. So the character doesn't have a name. He's called the protagonist. And that's badass And if you think that's <laughs> if that's badass, if you think it's pretentious, kinda right. <laughs> but I, I didn't really care that much. It's like sure. He that's his code name, because he's the main guy on this mission for some group
1: i'm thinking of ending things have a lot in common
0: they also had like
1: the girl as the as name. i <laughs> guess they gave her a name but it
0: kept switching it kept changing this one he is very yeah. firmly the protagonist robert pattinson is his best friend but he doesn't know it yet <laughs> he'll find um, out he'll find out yeah you'll find out soon enough that it was his best <laughs> friend um yeah it's like the beginning of this movie is all exposition. I will say the scene with Michael Caine felt so unnecessary. (laughs) Um, This is towards the beginning of the movie where he goes to meet Michael Caine, who's like a guy who bought some art, but is also like a secret agent kind of man. And the editing is so weird in this scene. And I also don't fully understand the deal. He's like, I need to talk to some woman. he's like, I bought a painting from this woman. (laughs) Oh, but it's a fake painting. Does she know it's a fake painting? Maybe. Her husband also bought a fake painting. Oh, she sold him a fake painting? I don't know. Is this painting going to be relevant within the next 15 minutes? No. Okay, bye. (laughs) And that's like the scene. A lot of the... (laughs) And it's like a very Nolan scene too, because... He like he's being rude to the wait staff. He's being very like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um obviously Michael Caine is there. They're wearing suits. It's just like a very Nolan scene. And there's a really awkward edit where he's sitting down and then they cut and then he's standing up. And that happens a lot in this movie. Where they're just really hard cuts that don't totally work. But that's. Well, maybe on, I'd say a minor maybe on thing.
1: second viewing, we'll realize oh, that's the other protagonist who's time traveling in time who's standing. <laughs> that's, he's not
0: that's John David Washington in the future. He just looks yeah. like Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah,
1: I, I agree. All these exposition scenes at the beginning are so. Like, you really got to be paying attention to understand where the hell John David Washington's going next. What is he doing? Because yeah. it's fast. It's like, boom, I'm here. And now here's your new mission. Go here. And here's the new mission. Go here. And uh, what do we think of the opening scene, I guess? I completely forgot oh, about the opening Oh, holy shit, scene. you're
0: right. I also forgot about the opening I mean, <laughs> The opening scene is very cool because it's like super yeah. Nolan action. It's just like a bunch yeah, of agree. military dudes. It's like immediately very surreal because the dudes come into the opera house. They release the gas that makes the whole audience pass out. Like yeah. it's so visually interesting, like really exciting. The music and the camera work is all super good. I do want to say like, I want to meet someone who is an extra that day. Cause could you imagine being like, I was cast as an extra in like Christopher Nolan's next film. And be like, Oh, like what was it? Like, what was it like? And be like, I don't know. I had to have my eyes closed <laughs> the suck. whole time. <laughs> I just heard a bunch of people running around, but I have no idea what happened in the scene. Cause I had to <laughs> pretend to sleep. That would suck. Um, yeah but at the
1: same time I'm born for that role all right absolutely <laughs> uh but yeah it's really cool I all the action scenes in this movie I think are pretty cool I I still think it's very intense very you're you're on the edge of your seat most of these action scenes cuz you're like what's going to happen next and it ends up being yeah. pretty cool every single time you're like oh some some of the scenes have uh, later in the movie there's a, and I, the very final action scene I something's happened that I flew over my head. Like there might be a reason why they happened. I guess I'll get it to them more later, but I yep. fucking I was like, why'd yeah. they just do that? I guess I'll find out later, maybe. What I don't works know. so
0: great about the opening scene is that it doesn't need context because it's the opening scene, right? Yes. It's like you you as the audience member like, all right, it's time to get into this world. Like, uh he's in this Right, ru- he's with these Russian operatives. There's a little bit of reverse stuff going on, but we don't totally understand it uh it it just works as a really intriguing thing to suck you in i'd compare it to like the bank heist in dark knight agree it's like uh it's just really exciting and interesting and then we shift out of that into like secret agent world after he like takes the cyanide pill um and that's where i think things get really off the off the rails yeah yeah things start
1: to get very weird I, I yeah i think it pulled me in immediately i was like ooh this is pretty cool and then we get I, just exposition yeah. hell for a while and i'm just like okay and it lost me somewhere in there somewhere in there i just
0: it's, it's if you slip up for a second yeah. you're just like okay what is happening like,
1: now like if you doze half off of this at all exposition
0: like, like feels like it barely matters like uh the whole thing with the painting which is how he got to meet the wife uh and then the like and it doesn't i i thought that was gonna matter more yeah it didn't
1: end up mattering and that then much.
0: like oh, it was just so confusing like his secret agent thing he was so deep undercover that like he tells her he's someone and she's like no you're not that you're someone else and he's like okay you got me but then later in the movie she's like wait you're not even that person you're someone else and he's like all right for real you got me and i'm like wait She didn't figure him out the first time and like how much does the husband know now like does does he it was just like again maybe i was losing attention (laughs) but it was there's just a lot of like back and forth and secret identities i want to shout out the kitchen fight which was very john wick beating that dude up with a cheese grater i loved
1: yeah man that kitchen fight was Um, and that didn't involve any reverse time too
0: so like it was just a good fight scene yeah um uh, if John Wick's like that, hell yeah. You got to Do John, John Wick is like I, that times that, a thousand cuz John Wick is all themed fight let's scenes. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go.
1: Um but yeah, I, I don't know. Super confusing stuff. Um I I don't know. Lots of uh, I I guess I can get into. I don't want to go through this movie chronological yeah. I, I forget it. At this point I
0: legit forget how this movie is chronologically
1: i've been yeah they have so to
0: like go into the secret bunker <laughs> portrait place with the gas that kills you if a fire starts yeah which i thought was pretty funny the guy who yeah. like sprints out of the room <laughs> once the fire like alarm goes off <laughs> um yeah i also i liked the plane
1: crash thing once again i most of the action in this movie is pretty entertaining and unique, yeah i think
0: um but
1: it's yeah it's 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 in service of a plot that just like doesn't
0: function fully um
1: yeah and it's interesting i mean i guess it's interesting in that
0: scene obviously they've um he fights himself yeah you don't know that which i called after a certain point it's very obvious and it's like this dude's supposed to be so smart he should have known that you know, at a, after a certain point, yeah. he should have been like, oh, I'm wearing the same clothes as the dude that I fought at the, at the time we're at right now. <laughs> Hold on.
1: Yeah. But, Plus I could easily see through his mask that it was John David Washington. I don't know. he Yeah. Why couldn't and see like, through his mask. he's
0: like getting his injuries in reverse, which I thought was really interesting. Um, And I'm like, at this point you have to know, right? Like you have to know that you're headed to fight yourself, but he's still like surprised.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting stuff. Overall, I think it was. I think everything once, like once you hit a certain point in the movie, I think it's like I said. At the, like I said, it's just easy to predict what's going to happen now. Um, at some point, at some point of the movie, she like, um, I don't even know her name, but the yeah, named girl, the, the very tall um, wife, cat, cat. Um, like when they first meet, cat mentions when she saw the woman diving off the boat, and at some point, I was like, yeah. oh, that's her um and stuff like that and that's what's like, like i don't know that sucks to me like i feel like that reveal would be cool yeah um uh, but I, it was easy to figure out for me first reason. it's so it's
0: set productive. up and payoff, but like when the payoff comes from you being like oh so that's gonna happen it doesn't feel as good um i think of like knives yeah. out which sets stuff up and pays stuff off so perfectly or you don't always know what's gonna happen or yeah. like great example of setup and payoff first shot of that movie is the my house my rules my coffee mug and like you then you forget about it and yeah. it comes back at the end of the movie and it's fucking perfect um exactly it's not something that's in yeah. your head the whole time you're like oh she's gonna have the mug yeah. at the end yeah Yo. it's it's like because no <laughs> one's demanding so much of you in this movie the stuff you can make sense of uh you're laser focused on and so you're able to call stuff super easily yeah um um, which sucks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it really sucks. Cause I think I do, if I didn't figure that out, I think it's a cool reveal. Um, but I guess they don't spend. Yeah. That much and I wouldn't like so. blame it
0: on Nolan. I don't know. It's like, I don't know if that totally diminishes the movie for me. Blame it on me. Cause yeah. I'm, smart, right? <laughs> I'm just too smart. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's more fun when you're, when you're kept guessing, I guess. But, uh, I want to talk about the villain who I think is like, not good uh oh yeah this guy's Kenneth not good. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh director of Artemis Fowl is our very short very <laughs> thick villain oh my god I completely that's yep. a big
1: twist I completely forgot he directed that's Artemis the setup Fowl. and
0: payoff John I set this up months ago when we watched Artemis Fowl oh so my John's god. gonna be so mind-fucked when so I reveal he's good. the villain in Tenet <laughs> oh my god that's too good <laughs> um yeah, he's wow. just like an angry Russian man. And Nolan's movies, outside of the Batman movies, don't generally have villains. They're very, villains in Nolan movies are very much like time or like a situation they're in. Like, uh, you know, Inception, it's like corporate espionage. And the only real big obstacle uh, Cobb's character has to get over is that he's not allowed in the US and he wants to get back in. Or in Interstellar, the, its global warming has depleted the Earth's resources. There's not like one man who's screaming, being like, I'm very evil. And like, oh, I guess we got to stop him. <laughs> um, his motivation yeah. is dumb. It's really dumb. It's, it's so stupid. It's literally just like, I'm, I'm going to die eventually. So I guess I'll just take out the rest of the universe with me. <laughs>
1: That's so, I feel like even the evilest of people don't want to kill the, (laughs) is there someone that selfish on this
0: planet that when they die, they're like, I would like everyone else to die with you. It's so hammy in a movie that wants you to take it so seriously. It just doesn't fit. It's like if Emperor Palpatine showed up in Tenet, you know, he'd be like, John David Washington. I'm going to shoot laser beams out of my fingers. Like, wait, I thought this was like a James Bond movie. What's happening?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. And Nolan's usually so good at smaller stakes. Yeah. And I think this was way too big stakes. Um, Yeah. It's, It's that thing where, obviously, when you make the stakes too big, they just can't. They, the good guys can't not win at the end, so there's no Yeah, pitch. and,
0: like, you make the stakes so big and pin them all on this one shitty dude. It's literally one yeah. guy um, who I guess has a private army or something. Um, it, it's It's also, like, really confusing because he's working for the future. Like, it's never stated who he's working for or with. It's just people in the future want to reverse... Earth time like Superman in the mo- in the Superman movie um, because they think it'll work out <laughs> for them. And there's a very brief environmentalism message where he's like, yeah, their ocean's dried up and they've got no more resources. So they want to reverse the Earth back to when it had resources. And that'll kill all of us for sure. But it, they don't think it will kill them. And they bring up the grandfather paradox, which there's a great episode of Futurama that you should watch instead of this about that um <laughs> it's Nolan just watched futurama one night <laughs> yeah honestly really a it. lot of this had like some futurama <laughs> elements like the futurama has its own version of twilight zone which does a lot of stuff this movie does where it's just like nonsense after nonsense um but yeah it's it's so weird because he's like isn't it dumb for the people in the future to try and like kill their own ancestors and they're like well if they're still there like uh, that means they're okay, right? Because if they had done it, then they would have always done it. And that's where the problem with the movie really comes in, where once you try to logic things and the movie tries to logic itself, it immediately goes, oh, hold on. No, stop. Stop thinking about it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, secret agent, guns, explosions. Yeah. John David watched it, but it's like, but then that
1: doesn't make sense. And he's like, it's a paradox. End of conversation. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> um yeah
0: no no explanations but let's all walk backwards yeah let's let's drive a car backwards and fire is cold and seagulls go backwards <laughs> <laughs> which is also bizarre <laughs> if the if the explosion made the car freeze wouldn't it just to put out the fire but it, it gave him hypothermia instead yeah. um
1: we live in a twilight world you know that's all I Also, so we he went through I the know. turnstile,
0: which reversed his entropy. And I guess his clothes entropy, too. Um, but when he got in the car, it was, like, reverse world. Or it wasn't. And, like, because... That's the most... That's the part I got lost at.
1: I was like, what is he doing? Is this, Does he have a plan? Is this just predetermined? Yeah. Like, does he have any And they control? were like, the
0: car is going to be difficult <laughs> to handle because it's, it's in reverse world. And I'm like, so does because he touched the car, does that put it in reverse world or is the car still forward world? And that's why it's driving backwards. And if it's not in reverse world, yeah. then why did the car start to freeze from the explosion? Um, because if it's not reversed, then it would have just burned like a normal thing. So it's like all this shit or just a million questions. And the movie is constantly like, eh, eh. just it's cool. Right <laughs> though. There's it's cool. When the car flips. It looks cool. Yeah, It
1: looks cool um yeah and then we just basically go through the whole movie again i mean they're like yeah hey, we're we're moving backwards
0: in time now a, so let's just they're a little the bit movie. more efficient than that like we're over halfway done by the time they go back to the plane explosion <laughs> be nuts if they literally went through every i scene honestly again. think that would have <laughs> made the movie a little bit cooler if like the first half and the second half were perfectly mirrored because they mentioned the opera house thing and you're like oh so this has to do with the opera house at the beginning like You know, it's like Tenet, forwards and backwards. Um, But then the opera house is just not involved at all in the final action sequence. I don't know if it's even, like, in the same general area. Um, So, yeah, I have no clue. And I guess we should talk about the final action scene, uh, which is, like, pulling out all the stops and I think didn't work nearly as well as any of the other action scenes before it. 100% agree, because it's so... At that point,
1: you're, like you just take so much to decipher what is going on i feel like and that sucks for it because i think it's i think it looks yeah. cool <laughs> but i but i yeah i just don't at some point the people who are going forward in time blow up a building and they blow up the bottom of the building and the people going backward in time blow up the 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 top so of the building and it unblows up and i don't know Okay, so it unblows up. That's the purpose it. just looks it. cool. Like I saw that and I was like,
0: that's clever because they're because like, you know,
1: like <laughs> but why'd they do why did they th- that's do That's the other that? thing about the scene. It.
0: You never see who they're fighting. The enti- it's like Dunkirk in that way where you only see John David Washington's side. You never see the other people they're fighting. So it's like they're fighting ghosts. It honestly looks like they're LARPing. Like they're on a big airsoft field. Uh yeah. Uh,
1: it does i didn't even like i thought they weren't fighting someone so now that you bring this up this is insane yeah because like otherwise what I are thought, they doing i thought they were just there to come i thought they were there to complete a mission i thought they were like getting but why something i had no if clue they, were they were completing
0: there... mission why would they be shooting shit and like blowing shit up? i have no clue that's why i was so confused
1: i was like what the fuck? i have to doing?
0: assume that, that was kenneth branagh's like private army that he okay. owned um, that we don't see, like, maybe some of them were in that building that they double exploded or whatever. Just show me those yeah. people then,
1: Nolan, because I legit don't know who they're fighting or what the hell And they make such a big deal
0: about getting, That's like, shot that. by an inverted <laughs> bullet. And we only see that once, and it's not clear what's so much worse about that. Other than, I guess you have to spend yeah. a few days in reverse world to heal. Um, but... Yeah, and that
1: still doesn't make sense yeah. to me. It feels like I don't know, and they obviously they like hype this up as like, Oh, the having this power, have, being able to go back in time, that's pretty OP. But overall I'm thinking to myself, it's not that OP. The only OP part about it is that he could kill everyone but when
0: he dies, yeah. I guess. And <laughs> I that's not know. even part of the power. That's just the people in the future get like a message that's like, Okay, I killed myself, go for it um yeah I don't know it just feels like the person like I was
1: specifically thinking about it when they were um going into the vault for the painting that scene at mm-hmm. the airport and like he was fighting himself but I didn't know it was himself at the time and I was like I feel like if that guy's in the backwards time world he could just easily kill this guy
0: and not miss these shots I don't know what yeah happening.
1: I don't get it it's it's <laughs> weird
0: because like if the inverse guy throws a punch is that like being unpunched uh, it's really just hard to understand, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It don't looked like cool. It. I'm going to cry. <laughs> it, it looked that's, that's cool. the whole thing. I swear to you, uh, I um... guarantee at least partially Christopher Nolan had an idea for that fight scene specifically and then built a movie around it, um, and had to like build the logistics of it as he went. Cause it doesn't make any sense.
1: I... Props to him. I could not enjoy making a movie yeah. like this. To be honest, I would get a headache <laughs> immediately. Like, yeah, I think his other movies are really cool, and obviously, I, I don't know. I just wanting to do this for a living. Like, I thought, like, I would make something like Dunkirk. That sounds a lot more fun. It's more straightforward. Yeah, or if you wanted to, the... I don't have to think about it to make sure it's
0: logistically safe. Yeah. If... If you want to do, like, time stuff like Inception, I think, works really well. It's like a fantasy movie. Um, This one just, like, doesn't get its fantasy right, unfortunately, which is the problem. Like, everything else that works for Christopher Nolan works here. It's just, like, the time stuff really doesn't make sense. The villain is just cartoonishly evil, um, which I just couldn't get over the whole movie, how objectively evil he was. Just, like abusing his wife and and being like i won't let you divorce me which is like a real thing that happens but it's so like hammy um his wife is constantly trying to murder him which is
1: really funny yeah you won't divorce me yeah i don't know i also the reveal the where robert pattinson's like we've been friends (laughs) we've been friends the whole time yeah you're about to like we're gonna have some kick-ass times together get ready for that yeah and Um, then i I just it's it feels like it feels like he's just like trying to force an emotional moment like we've been friends this whole time yeah it's
0: like okay i guess yeah otherwise it like (laughs) wouldn't be as sad that he died because it's like oh i met you last week yeah um you also like really have to wonder who even those british special forces people were and how they were like so well in tune with the turnstile stuff um, it's also really confusing. Like this algorithm is like a barbell. It's made out of like big metal pieces. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, and nerds who make algorithms
1: can't. Lift it's barbells, like so it
0: Nolan heard the word algorithm is like that's something, uh, like that's gonna be the MacGuffin in this movie. Um,
1: <laughs> algorithm.
0: That every, all the cool YouTubers hate the thing. algorithm. I don't know what that is, but if they hate it, I guess they can be the villain in my movie. <laughs> um i also want to say that like they get the algorithm and they're like okay we have to bury it somewhere where no one will ever find it and then we kill ourselves um to which i was thinking well why wouldn't you just like terminator 2 the thing and like throw it into molten metal so it doesn't exist anymore like why are you hiding it um destroy it and then also um robert pattinson gives him his piece because he's like, hey, that was me who died down there so I have to die. But then he leaves on the helicopter with the other dude and I was like, wait, you're not gonna... <laughs> why don't you... You have to kill yourself anyway so why don't you bury the thing and then, like, I don't... if you're gonna wait to do the turnstile again, then wait and then do it. Like... I... It's... Yeah, I why? I don't know, except... <laughs>
1: I don't know, baby.
0: I don't know. Oh... I don't know. It's just, it raises so many questions. And when the movie is so flippant on giving answers, it's just frustrating. I feel like that was my main issue.
1: Yeah. But if you, if you, in the end, if you don't think about it too much, you'll enjoy
0: yourself. It's fun. (laughs) Like the, like we said, action is good. The car chase thing is, is super cool. And I appreciate that. Like, I think there were no green screens used in the movie at all. There's so much practical stunts and, and interesting things going on. All the reverse stuff you could tell was just stuff they filmed, but played in reverse, so it felt very real. Um yeah, I just like Yeah. Uh I, I just couldn't make heads or tails of the damn thing. <laughs> um, I really like Gabe Gunbacker's review on
1: Letterboxd of this movie. Um <laughs> it's when you go into the tenant five thousand, everything is different. Up is down and Shrek is donkey. <laughs> My favorite movie, my favorite movie character of all time, is the protagonist from *Tenet*. Oh man,
0: uh, which I really want to meet someone who loves yeah, says that. That's that's oh, my wow. favorite guy. <laughs> I forgot he was in *Black Klansman* too. He's so good in that movie. Yeah, he's really good in that movie, and I think
1: he's pretty yeah, good in this movie Yeah, he does too, a good so, job. Like, I I, still I think like all the actors
0: are generally yeah. very convincing. Um, another thing yeah. I wanted to mention that felt very condescending in this movie was. The scene where they go to the indian guy and they're like we gotta get this arms dealer and ask him about the thing and then the scene has the very classic twist which i also saw coming where it's like the arms dealer was the woman What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was yeah nolan N- nolan That's... was like i'm gonna yeah. get him with this one they're all gonna think the arms dealer is a man because
1: they they think men guns <laughs> that nolan really got joe rogan yeah the <laughs> joe, joe rogan couldn't like... fucking
0: believe it was the <laughs> wife <laughs> it was the biggest twist yeah. for him he was like what the joe fuck rogan
1: a he woman? watched every
0: m night Shyamalan movie and saw thought he felt nothing and and this one he was like <laughs> what a twist we're only like 10 minutes into this we're already getting <laughs> twisted <laughs> I thought the guns dealer or the arms
1: dealer was the man for sure. (laughs) Wow.
0: Wow. says the mother was the doctor.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's the answer (laughs) to the classic arms
0: dealer riddle. The mother was the arms (laughs)
1: dealer. Yeah. Some weird some weird
0: this is not this might be my lowest rated Christopher Nolan movie. I think it definitely is for me. I didn't like Interstellar but at least I enjoyed the first like two acts of Interstellar and it was just the third act that kind of ruined it for me. Like I said, this was like they
1: extended the third act of Interstellar to a whole movie. Yeah. And that's not I guess that's the part that everyone didn't like of Interstellar. But yeah, I think this is I think I all, all the other Nolan movies I have pretty high rated, honestly. I like Nolan in general. So this isn't coming from someone who just hates Nolan. Yeah. This is coming from someone who who pretty actively likes his I his have films. my
0: Dark Knight box set so. like on the shelf right over there. So it's yeah. I think it was just Nolan That's went a little a too far movie. up his own ass and uh he made Tenet and he he tried to kill everyone getting them to see it in IMAX which was also like not super cool.
1: Yeah, I think it's time for Nolan to maybe grow old here and and make more movies like Dunkirk, just make some straightforward movies that don't don't have to have a shtick. Yeah. Um because Dunkirk was still pretty good with no shtick. Yeah. So. Michael
0: Kane needs to get his paycheck somehow, so Nolan has to keep making movies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i guess so <laughs> i guess yeah. so um baby anything else to say you you told me you had two hours worth of content so if you got anything else to i, say, I, I i'm all tenanted
0: out welcome to big boy movies a <laughs> podcast about movies oh my god the entropy we've made it to the beginning what? now
1: Whoa, oh, we just traveled back in time through I'm the episode. I'm saying this at the
0: end in our reality, or no, I'm saying at the beginning in our reality, but for <laughs> you, it's the end of the episode. It's not confusing. Everyone's going to say this episode <laughs> of the podcast is confusing. It's not. It's not a confusing podcast episode at all. Just, you know, listen, John. John, do it. you have any questions about how the entropy of this podcast works? A zero. Why would yeah, I have to? It's because we're big brain movie boys and we get this (laughs) podcast i
1: I said i said i liked tenet so now everyone thinks i'm smart i got a girlfriend yeah i
0: said i like tenet and the (laughs) president of harvard showed up at my house and gave me a phd Uh, (laughs) um so
1: that's actually happening around the country all
0: around the country everyone's getting their honorary phds (laughs) from harvard for understanding tenet
1: (laughs) i understood yeah uh, here you go
0: sir you're top of the class you can here call me a facility. doctor now suck it ben shapiro that's my title
1: <laughs>
0: hell yeah that's the biggest twist is i'm a doctor yeah. now, or will i be by the beginning of this podcast Ooh. Uh, uh, well um <laughs> until next beginning stay big you beautiful people